0: Gavin, uh, so happy you could give us uh, your time this afternoon. Congratulations yep. on a historic season, my man. Uh, we're so happy for you guys.
1: Yeah, happy to be on. Uh, and it was a whirlwind of, of a spring, to say the least. But, yeah, we got through it and we continue to make strides forward, which is the most important thing, right?
0: That is right. And you've been here since 2015, so that was the oddest thing, I'm sure, playing in the spring. But still, it was your, uh, what, sixth season? uh as coach of chattanooga mox women's soccer
1: yeah that's right and and i remember actually soon after getting hired and being in chattanooga i came down there to visit with you guys and the program the program was in a much different place then and it's been it's been a long six years but nonetheless a rewarding one because like i said earlier we, we continue to progress and go forward
0: yeah, 7-3 and 1 overall, 6-2 and 1 in the conference. Uh, it is the best record in the history of the uh soccer program. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. Uh, kudos to you and of course the uh, the girls for going out there and just fighting for everything they had. Just talk about how the season kind of unfolded because I mean, first of all, it's soccer. There are there're always going to be a lot of close games, but I'm sure some games could have went the other way and and they didn't. So, I guess perseverance is the the theme for the for the team.
1: Yeah, perseverance and fight, um, and that's anybody that asked me about the team. I think if you came out to watch us or watch us on ESPN Plus at all, you could see how hard the girls played for one another, and that was evident for us. I um, mean, look, it was it was different this season than any other fall because typically you get two preseason games, just about. Um, nine non-league games before you hit SOCON play. We had one non-league contest, and that was against North Alabama. And then we were, were straight into our Southern Conference play. And in that first game, we had the six-time league champions in Sanford. Um So we learned a lot about our team just in that first SOCON game there. They dug in. They fought hard. It was a zero-zero game, so a tight one. Um, but it was the first time we, we had ever gotten a result against them. So I think that gave the group a little bit of belief and Going forward, we, we had a good run of results. A lot of 1-0s in there and 2-1s, as you see, and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, they, they really dug in and fought for each other this spring.
2: Yeah, You mentioned that the program was in a different place when you took over. What, what was the process like uh, making these, these girls believe in the program, you know, when there wasn't much there to believe in, knowing that they could, they could probably go somewhere else, a more successful program, but, no, they, they want to come to UTC. What was that process like?
1: yeah look we we were we were selling a lot of kids the vision of of what we had for the program and where we thought we could take it and It certainly helps when you're selling them a beautiful city like Chattanooga. The campus is phenomenal. I had a little bit of success before I came in, so we drew on that and look you're you're lucky to get players to come into you that that are not only good players but also fit in with the culture off the pitch and over time. I think we continually improved that, and as we started to get a few results and recruits would come out to watch us and see it was improving on the pitch and they liked our style of play, then we then we started to to kind of fall in line and get, get the next one in and the next one in and the next one in, and it's taken us to where we are now, and now the key is that we keep getting better. and uh, right. Yeah, we keep we keep moving it the way it is because look, the two teams in our league that have been the top for a while—they've been there for a decade or so, right? So we we've, we're still catching them, and when we do catch them and hopefully pass them, we've then got to sustain it, which isn't an easy thing.
0: Is that Furman and Sanford? Who are the two?
1: Yeah, so Furman and Sanford have—they've had a share of like the Sanford has won the last seven, but there's been a few of those they have shared, and those have been with Furman. So they they've been one and two for a good period of time now, and then you've got UNCG, who, who's historically very good. You've had Mercer that's won a conference title within there at some stage. So yeah, it's it's a difficult league in in women's soccer, just like it is in all the other sports.
2: Well, you mentioned uh, getting to the top. Uh, obviously, the journey to the top is tough, but uh, most people would agree that getting to the top and staying at the top is even tougher. So it's you know yeah. I know I know you'll get us there, Coach. I believe in you
1: yeah we'll keep digging in we'll keep getting better and yeah we, we were really close here the semi-final game against one of those two teams Furman was so hard fought and it was the 87th minute when they scored and went oh. up 1-0 but right right after that we had two phenomenal chances to equalize we hit the post actually with a minute to play so uh the game was a pretty even game and really could have went either way so wow. we, we were disappointed because we thought we could have been in that final this Friday against Sanford we were that close um so yeah, bodes well for the future because we return a good group of players and we've got some nice ones coming in. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get there. Hopefully we improve on this third place and and keep going.
0: So the girls get a extra year, right? Like all the other sports in NCAA, if they want. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's it. Yep. So uh, and that's from from the freshmen through the seniors. Now nobody was charged a year of eligibility this spring, and of course some of the the older players in the team, the seniors, um, who who are phenomenal academically one of them being an engineering major and she already had a job lined up and all that kind of good stuff so there's no sway in her any other way she's going to go and do really well for herself as a professional right now but we've got a lot of our younger kids those junior sophomores and freshmen that want to take that extra year so we're going to have a core group of players with us for a good period of time which is different right because you're usually um cycling players in really quickly and we've we've got an extended period of time to work with this group who who we really like so advantage for us you know mention
0: mention the names of the seniors that will not return just to give them a little bit of credit for this uh you know leading yeah
1: w- a- absolutely so we've, we've named we've celebrated them with the senior days we've got chloe emily lauren and Osa. four of them were were fantastic for us um throughout their careers Lauren and Chloe actually were um, were honoured within the SOCON this year's second team all-conference. Chloe's one of the all-time leading goal scorers within our program. She was the SOCON Freshman of the Year, first and only one we've, we've ever had. So we we a group of seniors that have had a phenomenal career on the pitch, and they're ready for that next phase of their life, and they're all going to do really, really well when they step into that. Lauren is actually currently interning with uh, with CFC, so she's busy with that tournament going on right now.
0: Oh yeah, that's Great. cool. Uh, so that yeah. uh, so I was going to ask this later, but that kind of just uh, ushers us right into it. How mu How? And you can tell me it doesn't affect it at all. I mean, I just really wondered how much does the CFC uh, success and popularity and the Chattanooga Red Wolves success and popularity? How much does that play into uh, recruiting a player, or does it at all?
1: Yeah, I think it has to because look, it shows there's it's a it's a soccer town and uh there's great support for it. So yeah, and you've got two two completely different things with CFD and the Red Wolves there and they both have their own followings within the town here. But yeah, I think it's a big advantage for us to to draw to that in the soccer community that Chattanooga is and it's it's continually growing and getting more popular in the area as well, which which is fantastic. We've got some girls that will more than likely play with the Red Wolves ladies this summer too, so a little connection there which is great.
0: Oh that is great. So that so that opportunity I wouldn't imagine that opportunity is at every Southern Conference campus to have a summer team that kind of is professional. Just down the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right across town. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. And look, it's um, and they've done really well, too. Last year they had a great season, and they've got players coming in from just about everywhere. So it's, uh, it's a phenomenal opportunity for, for our players to go and continue to get better over the summer and get good training in and compete and play with girls from different colleges. I think it's fantastic.
2: Coach, how uh, with, with your time in soccer, how how much has the women's game grown? Because obviously, with the women's national team and their success, that's that's going to bring some attention to women's uh, soccer. Uh, but all, but you know, I know with, on the at the YMCA level, like you know, with kids, there's a lot of kids playing soccer, and you expect it to grow in in this town, in this city. But uh, are you seeing that on your end?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and look, I've coached in Tennessee now for. Jeez, it has to be 15, 16 years now. I'm getting, I'm getting old players that, <laughs> that I coached when they were really young are now married and graduated from college and all the rest. So, but no, nonetheless, nonetheless, yeah, it's, it's always been popular on the girl side within the state and throughout America, and, it, and it's globally continuing to grow as well. If you turn on NBC Sports over the last few years, it's just been uh, Premier League games, right? And Now they've had women's games up on there, Man United, Man City, and um, it's, it's exciting stuff.
0: We're talking with Gavin McKinney. He is a soccer coach for the Chattanooga Mocks Women's Soccer. And you know, when you and you mentioned uh, coming over here right after you got hired back in 2015, and you mentioned in that interview, and I'll never forget it, how you came from Middle Tennessee, so you had those ties up there, and you really respected the fact of the level of soccer that's played in Middle Tennessee at the high school level. And I was just looking at your roster. I mean, it is a nice mix of um, of players from Tennessee. Of course, you got a couple foreign players from Canada or wherever. Uh, but Franklin, Germantown, Murfreesboro, Mount Juliet—you um, know, uh, Columbia, South Carolina—girl, a couple Knoxville, and and some from Chattanooga. So I think you you've really been able to kind of scour the state and, and get uh, the the level of talent that you're looking for here.
1: Yeah, we we love that, and I think that's one of the the early things we did sell to kids as a part of our vision that we wanted to get the best players in the state of Tennessee to come and play Chattanooga, right? And you've got Knoxville two hours that way and Nashville two hours this way, and you've got really good players in the area. So it should be an attractive place for kids to come and play, and the parents can still come and watch them. And, yeah, we we made that number one priority, and you look at our roster Um, those Tennessee kids that we have have had great success as well with us so a lot of them soak on all freshman players and all conference awards and so on and so on and that's always going to be the heart of our team and yep we're going to sprinkle in players from elsewhere we've got a few Canadians one from Japan and the two girls from South Carolina that have been fantastic Maggie Shaw was the defensive player of the year in the conference from South Carolina so um but, yeah, the, the, the large portion of our team is made up from players from Tennessee. We think the standard in the state is great, and uh, the players are hardworking and blue-collared, and that fits in line with who we are. So,
0: How, how happy will you be to get back to fall? Uh, will, it, <laughs> will it seem more like normal, uh, or, or did that really not affect you as much as it did, say, you know, Rusty Wright and some of the football uh, that just didn't feel right playing in the spring? You know what I'm saying? Will it be better when you get back to the fall, yeah. or just pretty much the same? Yeah,
1: I, th- I think it'll be business as usual for us because look the the club soccer players and high school players, even in the state of Tennessee, it's different seasons. So you're playing in the high school in the fall, then you go straight to the club in the spring and then you play throughout the summer. So all of our kids grow up playing year round. This is obviously unique in college because the spring is your off season. So you get into the strength coach a little bit more and you get stronger and develop. And we were into games, which isn't a bad thing either. So it's going to be upon us really quick now. It's Three and a half months, so there's no time to, for us as a staff to mentally decompress. There might be a, a little bit of time in there, but we're already thinking about the fall and what the next step is and how we get better. And uh, that's just the way it works. It's going to be here really, really quickly, but I think we're excited for it. The way it ended for us, the players are excited for it as well. They want to go out and continue to drive the program forward too
0: well will there be any issues with incoming uh scholarship players as opposed to the number of outgoing scholarship players any issues there no we're
1: all good in that regard um like I said we've got those four that that are moving along we're bringing in a class of six and they're all from the state of Tennessee as well and in, in in fashion for us so um so yeah no we've 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 just replaced the outgoing ones with new ones and Again, we've, the ones we have, they, they've been great. And the kids coming in, they're going to make us competitive in certain areas and really challenge the older ones, too. So, no, all good for us going into the fall in that regard from a scholarship standpoint.
0: So how many great. games will you play in the fall?
1: Oh, man, we, we go 20 games all in right. a short period of time. So, yeah, we'll, we'll check in about August 3rd or so, and then we'll have two preseason, two pre-season matches, and then we get into that non-league portion which is about nine games, including so our preseason and that non league. We actually have, um, three power fives. So when we do release the schedule, those will be exciting ones, I'm mm. sure, for people to watch and yeah. take a look at. And then we get into our, to our SOCON play and then it goes conference tournament from there. So August through the end of October, uh, and hopefully driving on into the tournament into those early weeks in November and continue on from there. So, yeah, that's a jam-packed few months for us. It
0: sure is, man.
2: Do you teach uh, the no-look heel kick uh, that I've seen recently, Coach? What? Is that something you regularly do? <laughs>
1: what is this? I, I saw I saw one last night. Yes. I saw one last night. That's the one. It resulted in a goal. So you love players that are going to be creative in that <laughs> final area of the park, you know? So. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was a fantastic goal, and actually, he was on NBC Sports Twitter today. So uh, great, great exposure for Chattanooga Football Club, right there.
0: Absolutely, Gavin. Always appreciate the time, my man. Uh, my man. Continued success to you and the ladies, and uh, you're just doing Chattanooga proud. And we we appreciate that.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it.
0: You got it Thanks, anytime, Gavin McKinney, soccer coach for Chattanooga Mox Soccer.